Welcome to the show. We are glad you could join us for an episode of Just Talk With Gabe. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being on. Now, I know listeners want us to dive right in, so let's get into it. All right. You are a singer and influencer. Tell us how you got started in the industry. So I like to call it the snowball effect. So one thing just kind of kept leading to another. How it all started, though, was um, I was 12 years old, and my friends were moving to L.A. to kind of pursue acting. And they started getting these roles, but they needed someone to audition with them for those roles. So they called me and they're like, hey, like we're going on this game show, but I need one other person. Would you want to audition with me? And I was like, oh, well, like that sounds fun. I've always liked being in front of the camera. Like, let's do it. So my mom said yes, somehow. So I got out of school. (laughs) I went to Los Angeles and I got literally like all the jobs and I was on Cartoon Network. I was on CBS, um, and I just kept doing acting work, and then um, I really liked being in front of the camera, and a lot of the agents were like, well, you know, since you're doing acting, you should kind of, you know, be well-diverse in singing and modeling, so I kind of got into, like, all of that field all at once, and I just really loved singing more than acting and more than modeling, so I started, you know, making music, writing all the time, constantly being in the studio, and, you know, focusing on music videos, and that's kind of all how it happened, that I moved back to Nashville and kind of kept building my brand, so yeah, it was really awesome. Oh, that's cool. That You de- definitely did um, say it. It was a snowball effect. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. How would you describe your sound? Okay, that's such a great question because my sound is always evolving. I feel like um, as of right now, I would say it's like a mix of Lady Gaga meets like punk rock, like maybe a little bit of Five Seconds of Summer. Ah. I definitely have some kind of like big pop EDM type sounds, kind of like Lady Gaga post 28, 2008, 2009 type feel. But then I also really love like, heavy drums, heavy guitar, um, lots of thrashing type music, a lot like Five Sauce, a lot like Hey Violet, a lot like a lot of like punk rock singers like Michelle right. Kelly and stuff now. So I would say it's a mix between those two sounds. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Thanks. What do you want people to take away from your music? Um, so I want people to take away that I am just like them. Like whenever people like meet me after the show and they're like shaking and all this stuff. It's like, no, like I'm literally just a person. Like, and I sing about real human emotions. I sing about real human things that I've gone through that I feel like a lot of people can relate to. So I really hope when people hear my music that they could just relate. Cause I've been in high school, you know, I've gone through a lot of crazy teenage things. So when people listen to my songs, I just hope that they can get something relatable out of it. 
Oh, that's pretty neat. Now, if you can collaborate with someone in the industry, who would it be with and why? So as of right now, once again, this is one of those things that changes, I feel like every six months, but right now it would be Youngblood just because his sound is something that I've always kind of wanted, even when I was younger and I thought about this kind of sound. Um, Do you guys hear that beeping? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's um, kind of weird. That's I'm maybe so a sign sorry. that Young I don't know. I'm probably gonna figure that out in just a second. <laughs> uh, but I like Youngblood a lot just because he um I think that might be the smoke alarm. Give me one second. Oh, oh my god. So sorry. No. I don't okay, think I love anything off. Oh, hold on one second. Okay. I don't want to die. No, no, no. Go check. <laughs> well, while we wait on Savannah. <laughs> Lady Gaga is one of your favorites, isn't she? Yes, absolutely. What's your favorite? Okay, song? we're good. We're good. Uh, it was oh, whole, uh, oh, so sorry. But, That's okay. Uh, <laughs> no problem. What do I say? Um, so back to that, I would say Youngblood, just because um, he has the sound I've kind of been wanting to get to for like a long time. Like, like when I was twelve years old, I mean, I didn't know what my sound was. You know, I was a kid. And so the more I grew up and the more I kept kind of realizing my sound, it's more and more to what I feel like Youngblood has. And he's just so eccentric and he doesn't care what people think about him. And he does like really funky hair colors and like really cool outfits. And that's always been me. I mean, I had purple hair when I was 14. Like I've had rainbow unicorn hair. Like I'm just a very eccentric, different person. I feel like me and him would vibe super well and come up with something really awesome in a studio setting and would just go mental live. Like I can just see us just blowing, you know, something out of proportion, just doing an amazing show. And I just really think we would collaborate really well. And that sounds cool. But okay, before we go on to the next question, was it the smoke alarm? It was not the smoke <laughs> okay. alarm. It was an alarm clock that I didn't even know we had, but I'm in a hotel room. Uh-huh. So that that's why. I, I don't usually have it, but I guess I said it and didn't realize I said it. Oh, no. <laughs> it was, yeah. I usually don't have that. Right. You are also an influencer, so tell us how you got started with that. Okay, this is a great question. So I kind of grew up when Instagram first became a thing. Like, you know, Instagram has only been a thing for really like eight years or so. Yeah. So I kind of started getting into social media before Instagram. So before Instagram, you know, I was doing Twitter and just trying to get my name out there. And then when Instagram came along, me and some of my friends that had moved to Los Angeles, like we should really get on this. So we started posting, trying to figure out all these hacks um, that we could do. And we slowly started building with the help of my manager at the time. And there were these also really small social media events that kept growing that are bigger now. You see things like VidCon that have like 100,000 people show up. You see events like BeautyCon with tons of beauty influencers. Those all started like eight, seven years ago. And I was one of those people at those shows. And so I really like put my name out there, like really got into good crowds with management, with um, influencers who weren't even called influencers at the time. They were just like social media kids. And I just really like had to get myself in the right crowd. And um, pretty much at these events, you know, we would post videos with each other on Musical.ly, post videos with each other on Instagram and uh, post each other. And that really helped engagement. 
So that's really how my influencing career started was going to these events. Um, I still go to these events now, but they're a lot bigger. It's like Playlist Live in Orlando with, you know, like 50,000 people. Um, so, yeah, it, that's pretty much how it started. I'm just, you know, still growing from that, doing brand deals and anything I can um, just to grow my following. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Now, many people may or may not know this. In addition to your professional career, you're also a college student. Yes. So where do you go to school and tell us like what's your major and how do you balance all of that? Okay, so I go to the University of Tennessee and I love my school. I am studying psychology and I want to do some kind of therapy work. And um, I, now I'm not gonna lie, balancing it is super stressful and it can be really hard, but I am just able to manage it by honestly just having good time management. Um, I have to set aside certain time. Like if I look at my calendar, I'm like, okay, I really have to film this YouTube video or I really have to post like these three TikToks if I want one of them to blow up. Like I, it's setting aside time like you would for a job, but my job is social media. So I set aside time to post videos, to edit, to um work on a brand deal to respond to these emails to maybe talk to this fashion company and do like a haul video for them so it's really like having a full-time job which is crazy to say because I never leave my bedroom but it really is and especially when you're communicating with your fans um sometimes I go on live streaming apps and I just like talk to them for like two hours and that's a huge part of it because if you don't have engagement if you don't have fans that genuinely look up to you and like want to see you succeed and want to see what you're posting what you're doing then you're not building a brand at all you're just someone posting so um, I definitely take it very seriously and I take it as a job Um, but I also take my schoolwork very seriously so I just have to go back and forth setting aside time for each one and I feel like I've done a pretty good job at that I mean I'm a junior now, so I kind of know what I'm doing. But, like, my first freshman year was definitely hard. Oh, yeah. Freshman year is, I think, always brutal. Oh, absolutely. High school or college. Absolutely. Yeah. What has been the funniest college moment that you've had to date? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, the the one that comes to mind is it was Halloween. And I'm also in a sorority. So, I'm in Zeta, Tau Alpha. And um, they were having a costume contest at a fraternity house. So uh, pretty much um, there, it was like a Halloween theme. So there were like several sororities competing. Whoever had the best pumpkin carving, whoever had the best um, costume, like all these different things, you added up points and whichever sorority had the most points, like won a date party. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do the costume one. I had a really good costume come in from one of my favorite brands, Dolls Kill. I'm like, I'm going to win this. And I didn't get the email. But the the costume contest had been moved to just online only. So you would just go on Zoom and show your um, costume instead of going to the house. I didn't get the email in time. So I went to the fraternity house, walked in all these frat guys and I am just dressed to the nines in this insane cheerleader zombie type costume 
<laughs> and everyone is just standing there like, what is wrong with this girl? I mean, they're all like in flannels and snapbacks. I mean, super chill sweatpants. And there's a ton of girls there from other sororities too, like making their pumpkins. I mean, there's probably like 300 people here. Oh no. <laughs> and I just am the only one dressed up and I look just ridiculous. And at the time I was embarrassed. I mean, my cheeks are red. I mean, I felt like I was going to cry, but now it's like hilarious. It was like, I can't believe I did that, but now it's really funny. So that's totally awesome. Do you have have to have that costume and post it and share it with us so we can post it? I will. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was definitely like the craziest time, but you know, it's good that you can laugh about yourself. So anyway. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Before we go on to our next question, you have to give a shout out to your uh, Zeta Tau sisters. So go ahead. Take it away. Absolutely. Uh, Zeta, love you guys. Slam for life. You guys are awesome. You guys have made my experience at UT so much fun. And I can't wait to see you guys in the fall. All righty. All right. So my next question is kind of a serious one. Um, before we go on to a commercial break, we read that you have an amazing family story and you were kind of the catalyst to welcoming a new brother. So tell us about um, how, you know, you started or you became um, invested in adoption and foster care. And tell us about your brother. So our family has always been super open to taking others in and helping people like at church. If there's a homeless family or there's um, a struggling single mother, you know, we'll always be like, hey, well, you know, do you need to come stay with us for a few days Do you need, uh, what do you need? Do you need diapers? Do you need this? You know, we just really love pouring into others and it just comes super easy to us. And that's something I really, really love about my family is they are so giving for the less fortunate and just for others in general. And we always, um, almost every summer, we volunteer at the Nashville Rescue Mission for single mothers and children. And I just, you know, get so attached to these kids. And I've been doing this since I was, you know, seven or eight years old and just going and hanging out with these kids in in inner cities. And me and my sister were like, oh, like, we just want to adopt some of them. Like, can we please adopt? This would be so amazing. And we already have three kids. And on top of that, we're always fostering um, kids every now and then who have struggling families, whether their parents are in jail or whatever it is. And my parents are like, no, like we don't have the money. You know, adoption's very expensive. We already have three of y'all plus other kids that we take in all the time. Like there's just no way we can make this work. So me and my sister were like, can y'all please pray about it? You know, please, please, please. And, um, you know, my parents slowly got more open to the idea of it. And we would go to these conferences about adoption and about foster care and about ministering and about, um, you know, going overseas and going to these orphan orphanages. And finally, like, I feel like God just really spoke to my parents' hearts and we're just like, this is what I'm calling you guys to do. And so finally, they said yes, and we started our adoption journey um, in Africa. We've just always felt like, you know, we have wanted a child overseas, at least, and we just really felt like God was calling us to Africa specifically. And the adoption process was very long, very draining, but it was totally worth it. Um, We got my brother. His original name is but we changed it to yeah it's a tribal (laughs) name but we changed it to Josiah and um he is awesome we got him when he was five and he's 15 now so we've had him for about 10 years and he's just super fun and 
Um, we're actually in Atlanta right now for one of his basketball tournaments. He's so gifted. He is so great at sports. And um, we still do foster care. We still take in other kids. But it's just something that I've always, you know, felt like our family's been called to do. I feel like when I'm old enough, I'm going to feel called to adopt as well. It's just something really dear to my heart. And I would love to, you know, volunteer at orphanages more over summer or, you know, just on mission trips or whatever. But, you know, it's something that our family is really passionate about. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is completely, and you sound like the proudest big sister out there. So. Yes, I'm the <laughs> oldest of, um, well, I'm really the oldest of four because, uh, or five, because we have an adoption, Josiah, and then Foster, my littlest sister, Ivory, who's not technically ours, but she lives with us, and she's six, and she is just the best. She's on this trip with us to Atlanta, so we have a lot of kids, and we just love them, so. Oh, my gosh, that is so cool. Yeah. Thanks. We're going to go on a commercial break right quick. Okay. Would you stay around with us for the fun round? Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back, guys. Okay. We'll be right back. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome back. And if you guys have not downloaded the Anchor.fm app. Do it. Do it. And start making your own podcast today. All righty. Savannah, welcome back. Hey. And we're about to get into the fun round. Okay. Awesome. First of all, what is your favorite city and why? Favorite city, this is so random, and there's no way that anyone else would ever say this, but my favorite city is called Dubrovnik, Croatia. I went there in 2018, and it is just so beautiful. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, and that's where they filmed the majority of Game of Thrones. Really? So am I. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. I'm jealous. (laughs) Yes, it's where they filmed... um, king's king's landing so where cersei and all the uh-huh. lannisters lived um, oh, that's wow. where their castle and everything is filmed so it was so fun and of course it has so much history i mean there was like wars there back in like the renaissance times i mean it's just so amazing and i wish i could go back there like right now but that's definitely my favorite place and you guys got to check it out oh we definitely do road trip let's go I'm road ready. trip it's in croatia what's okay. croatia yep dubrovnik well it could be a Long road trip, how's yeah. that? <laughs> All right, we're driving over the water. Okay. <laughs> Other than what you sing, what is your favorite genre of music? Favorite genre? I wish I could do like rock and roll, but my voice just isn't raspy enough. But I love eighties, eighties rock and roll, like anything eighties. I oh yeah, I, oh yeah, yeah. I tell my parents all the time I'm so jealous. Because they grew up in my favorite time period. Like, I love Motley Crue. I love Poison. I love oh, Def yeah. Leppard. I love, like, all that. So, definitely oh. Um, 80s. Oh, yeah. T- White Snake. You got to put White, White Snake. White Snake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love absolutely. Snake. Yeah. I saw <laughs> Kiss in concert. I love Kiss. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. I spent, oh. like, every penny I had to go see the Kiss concert. But it was so worth it. Oh, that sounds like it was worth it. Yeah. yeah. Now, who would you rather cover? Whitney Houston or Madonna? Uh, probably Madonna, because I feel like she's just more of my sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Whitney Houston's kind of hard. Yeah, Whitney Houston's really absolutely, hard. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, now, would you rather travel abroad or travel the country? Definitely travel abroad. I feel like there's just so much more history, like, in yeah. Europe and everywhere else. And I've pretty much been to all the big cities here in the U.S., so I feel like I, you know, would have more fun branching out, seeing places I haven't visited yet. And that's neat. Okay, well, I mean, you've been to Croatia, so who can say, you know, I've been to Croatia. That's yeah. Like- exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want to be able to say that in more places, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, describe yourself in one word. 
Ooh, spontaneous, probably. I feel like I just kind of do things on a whim. And um, when, you know, someone asks me to do something, I'm always the first one to jump up and be like, oh, yeah. Or like, like this trip to Atlanta was so last minute. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go. You know, like I'm just a super spontaneous person. I love taking risks and not taking life too seriously. So I would definitely say I'm a spontaneous, eccentric person. Oh, that's pretty cool. Now, I don't think I'm spontaneous. I like to, I'm a planner. Yeah. 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 See this trip, like Atlanta today, like I literally decided I was going last night. Like, I don't know. I just love doing stuff like out of nowhere. Just add some excitement and spice to my life. So I need, I need to get a little spontaneity. So I'm going to copy you maybe. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you should. (laughs) I'm going to have to plan my spontaneity. (laughs) You should. Okay. What's the one movie that you saw that you said, yep, that's me on screen? Um, okay, probably the Lindsay Lohan's character, Katie, in Mean Girls, because I was actually, like, very bullied in high school, and when I saw that, I really resonated with her, and the movie itself is just really funny, and, like, I love this, I love Mean Girls, but, like, definitely, like, it's a real issue, I mean, you know, girls are so bullied in high school, and, you know, I was one of those, and, um, you know, I speak out about it, you know, pretty regularly on bullying and everything, um but you know I definitely have overcome like all that and you know I speak out about bullying a lot that maybe kind of showed me like you know literally it's not just me I mean it's so many girls all over the world and so yeah definitely definitely that that's a good movie yeah Mm -hmm. it is a good movie I do like that movie I've seen it so many times yeah it's just a great go-to you know it is it really is if you could oh if you're gonna only take five things to a desert island what would they be I've seen Survivor, so probably stuff off Survivor. So let's see, probably like a fire starter, um, a thermal blanket, some kind of like cooking utensil. Um, let's see, and then probably like an axe or something to cut wood, cut down some trees with. Right. And then probably like a water purifier. Oh wow, those are some like pretty utilitarian. Yes. Well, I'm gonna live there, yeah. You know, I want to make sure I'm doing it right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, now this one is not as good as that question, but it's important. Tacos or hamburgers? Ooh, that's so difficult. I, right? Um, <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I'm vegetarian, but they're both got, you know, substitution. So if it's right. as long as it's vegetarian, probably tacos because I love me some Taco Bell. I had Taco Bell last night. And it's just easier to substitute vegetarian stuff because you can put beans or uh, mild sauce, cheese, lettuce, tomatoes. Like you can substitute it with like way more options than just like a burger, I feel like. That's right. So probably tacos. And you can do hopped, uh, soft and hard shell. So there's just like more variety. That's true. I think of that. Mm-hmm. Name three movies that you feel people must see in their lifetime. Ooh, that's so difficult. Um, my my favorite movie as of right now is Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, the new one that just came out. Like, Yeah, you know, I haven't seen that one yet, actually. Oh, my goodness. It's so good. I actually went to New York and went to some of the filming locations, and it was just so awesome because I just wow. loved that movie. Uh, but I don't know. It's pretty dark, but I, I like dark, mysterious kind of thriller movies right. like that. I do, too. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think it just really shows – America, the good and the bad and the ugly, like it just really shows like poverty 
and you know how people live and you know there's all so much symbolism in it I've told like my entire family like I wish I could write an essay on this like I feel like I could just write the best essay on this there's so much there's so much symbolism in it and I think Joaquin Phoenix plays that role so well like I was crying like the whole movie it was just so believable like forget Mm -hmm. it's one of those movies you forget you're watching a movie it feels so real um Mm. and then the second one would be any of the Star Wars saga. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. As am I. And <laughs> I just think that there's so many great heroic details in there that just really have taught me to be the individual I am today. I've just learned so much from the characters portrayed in Star Wars. It's really taught me a lot as a person. And I've grown up with Star Wars as a little kid. And third, um, Maybe maybe Avengers too, just because I, I'm a sucker yeah. for those kind of movies. I love Marvel and I, I also too. grew up with those as a kid. And uh there's also just so much you can learn from a good Marvel movie. So probably one of the Avengers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are all three good ones. We're gonna yes. have to see Joker. Yeah. Yes, please watch it. It is so good. I promise you won't regret it. If you could travel to the past or to the future to talk to yourself, which would you pick? Um, I would travel to the past, I feel like. Um, and I would probably tell myself, this is so stupid and silly, but I would tell myself, because it would save myself a lot of heartbreak. I would probably tell myself, like, stay away from any boy with long hair, because they all end very badly. <laughs> and it is, every time I talk to a guy with long hair and we start dating, it never ends well. So I would just tell myself to stop doing that in the story. Wow. wow. Okay. Now, would you be a heroine if you could pick and choose? Would you be the heroine or the supervillain? I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I love a good redemption arc. I love a good. I would say probably the villain because um, I don't know. I'm thinking about Anakin. Like hurt uh, people, yeah. hurt people, and there's always such a story. And I think the villain always gets you know, so much backlash, but, you know, something made them that way. And right. I think the origin story is almost so much, it's always cooler for the villain and they're that yeah. way for a reason. Right. And so I would love to be a villain, but then at the end have a really cool redemption arc like Darth Vader and like yeah. come back good. But for the majority of my life, I would be the villain. I think, yeah, I think playing the villain would be fun. Absolutely. You could kind of get all of your acting chops in there. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I think that'd be so, so, so cool. Now, what is the one piece of advice you would give to kids who want to follow in your footsteps? That is such a great question. Um, I would say be true to yourself and, you know, don't try to change who you are. Um, In the industry of social media, it's really hard to be like, oh, well, you know, she's posting this. I have to post this or else I'm not going to get a million likes. Right. You know, if I don't follow this trend, I'm not cool and I'm not trendy enough. And that's not that's not it. Like, you know, I've kind of gone down that road and it never makes me feel fulfilled it never makes me feel better about myself so I would just say you know stay true to who you are and on top of that you know people in the industry are looking for people different they're not looking for the next Ariana Grande because they already have Ariana Grande they're looking for somebody that's you know unique and so I would just say to those kids like be you you know dress however you want to dress and you know if you want to have purple hair in middle school do that too you know um so I would just definitely remind them that it's totally okay to be yourself that's awesome advice and that's totally true too Mm -hmm. in addition to all that you have going on what's next for you 
So obviously with COVID, it's been a little weird because I yeah. had a few shows lined up that had to get canceled or get postponed. But I, uh, for right now, I do have a music video that will be out pretty soon called Leave Me Alone. And that should be out within about three weeks. So uh, if you guys are listening, be sure to check out my social media pages to watch my new music video because I think it's going to turn out really awesome. Oh, that's cool. Now, that's actually what we were going to ask you. Where can people find you on social media? Mm-hmm. So all of my channels. Um, so my Snapchat, my Instagram that I use the most and my Twitter and my TikTok. All of my handles are at I am Savannah G and Savannah's S-A-V-A-N-N-A-H. So I am Savannah G. But if you want to go on YouTube, uh, my name is Savannah Grace on that as well. All right. Well, then the final question is, what is the one thing you want our audience to know about you? Um, I want my audience to know, kind of tying things in from the beginning, is that I'm just like them, that I'm a normal person. You know, I'm in college. I went to high school and I was bullied. And um, I, you know, have a crazy home life with like a ton of kids running around constantly. And, you know, and I travel. But, you know, I also have a really cool life on social media as well. But I just want people to know that I'm just like them. And I love getting DMs from you guys. And, you know, it's never like, it's always weird seeing people like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe you responded. Like, I can't believe it's like, no, like, I'm just in person, you know, like, like, you know, I'm just like you. And so I just want people to um, start thinking of, you know, like social media influencers that, they're just people that do social media. I mean, Charlie D'Amelio, like all of them, they're just kids, you know, doing social media. So I just want everyone to know I'm just like them and just remember to be yourself. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank no you so problem. much. Thank you guys so much for having me. We enjoyed you and tell your brother good luck or maybe was it, is it break a leg? Cause you don't want to wish. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to break a leg well, if you're playing sports. Well, that's true. We don't want him to, but not, you know, literally. I know what you mean. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thank you thank again. You. And you are more than welcome to come back anytime you want. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me. I hope you all have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye. Did you guys enjoy the show? I know we did. Thanks to Savannah G for joining us today. And until next time, peace out, guys.